Hello and welcome to True Crime Diary, in which we look back through the annals of true crime to discuss events that took place on this week in history. I'm your host, Mike Decano, and with me as always are my friends, Jed Lester. Hello. And Rue Turner. Hello. We want your reviews. If you're on Apple Podcasts, please leave a review and preferably five stars. And if not, you can always email your review to us at stuff at truecrimediary.co.uk or through our Facebook page or Instagram account. And links to all of those are available on our website, www.truecrimediary.co.uk. And in appreciation of every five-star review, we'll give you a shout-out in a future episode. The date we're looking at this week is the 28th of January, and on this date in 1953, Derek Bentley was hanged for being a party to the murder of Police Constable Sidney Miles despite not committing the crime, while Christopher Craig, the perpetrator of the killing, at 16, was too young to hang. Do you know this story? I do, from being in the news, like, ten years ago-ish. Oh, God, yeah. When Derek Bentley's sister was campaigning to have him pardoned, possibly. But I mainly know it from the song by Elvis Costello, called... (laughs) Which I thought was in the last... 10 years, but apparently was released 31 years ago, um, <laughs> called Let Him Let him Dangle. Let him dangle. Bentley said to Craig, let him have it, Chris. They still don't know today what he meant by this. Craig fired the pistol but was too young to swing, so the police took Bentley and the very next thing, let him dangle, let him dangle. Bentley had surrendered. He was under arrest when he gave Chris Craig that fatal request. Let him have it, Chris! Craig shot Sidney Miles. He took Bentley's word. The prosecution claimed as they charged them with murder. <laughs> uh, little uh, half rhyme there. Come off it, Hovis. You can do better than that. The Anyway, that effectively, those <laughs> two verses are the entire... <laughs> are the entire... Uh, and now story. we can all go home. <laughs> so we'd better start from... The beginning, I yes. suppose, to fill in the, the actual story. Well, uh, yeah. So what happened? You put it there, but Chris Craig, too young to hang. He was 16. Derek Bentley was 19. Uh, Chris Craig had decided that he was a criminal. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. Hoodlum. Okay. Oh, okay. He was quite the um, the Jimmy Cagney type, you know? Right. He thought himself as a gangster. I mean, he was a punk kid, that kind of yeah, arrogant. Yeah. 16. Yeah. But he... Um, the gun that was used in the shooting was his. And where are we talking about in England? We're in Croydon, South London. South, South London. London. Yep. So they hang it there from there. Yeah, local boys. So Chris Craig essentially befriended Bentley, and right. Bentley was uh, the submissive of the two to Craig's arrogance and leadership. Bentley was, um, he had a child's mental age. Mm. So he was easily. Persuaded. Yeah, he was persuaded, ma- manipulated. He wanted a, a heavy. Yeah, he was an old. He was an older boy, but he was easily manipulated. So sure, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and he responded to the excitement and the adventure Craig was promising, kind of thing. Yeah. Sure, sure. It was like the the movies of the thirties, you know, the gangster movies. That's how Craig was acting. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's roman- romantic, yeah. you know. Every time I hear. The phrase Bentley and Craig, the I think of a 70s folk duo. 
uh, from who had some hits. Um, I, because in I don't know why, but I because in the seventies there were pop and folk duos. I don't think there are now. And when I say in the seventies, I mean who just used their surnames. The band was. Uh, are you thinking of Simon and Garfunkel? Well, I am, but I'm also thinking of um, <laughs> I, the main one. I think of see Bentley and Craig, if they were real, were a kind of they had a hit once, and it got to number <laughs> nine, and and you know, and it, so for instance, my the one that I get confused about, and I literally get confused. About, is, do you remember um, Summer Breeze <laughs> makes uh-huh. me feel fine? See, I think that was Seals and Crofts, Bentley Craig, Seals Crofts. Um, it's just I just get it all mixed up <laughs> right for instance last yeah. week or last episode Captain and Tennille yes. that's a crime duo isn't it <laughs> I mean Peters and Lee uh, to coin a phrase <laughs> the, Peters and Lee that could be a bloodthirsty cowboy yeah. duo from the 1870s <laughs> Cowboys now. Peters and Lee <laughs> The, um, but anyway, I can't get past the fact that I'm convinced Bentley and Craig had a top ten hit in 1974, <laughs> uh, and they both play acoustic guitars. They went to a uh, warehouse in Croydon, and they were going to rob it. That was the plan. They were going to burgle the. Uh, what sort of produce did they have in the warehouse? It was a sweet <laughs> sweat. So I mean, it's a classic. It's a classic child's sweet. crime, isn't it? Let's go burgle a sweet shop. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they were just going to nick a load of sweets. Well, I think they were going for like the cash box or something, whatever they had inside. Oh, okay, it was a it was a, a liquor of all sorts. <laughs> a thousand blackjacks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. A thousand blackjacks, neck worth, net worth ten. <laughs> So they were trying to find a, a way in. They were on. They got onto the rooftop, and they were trying to find a way in that way. Okay. Um, and this was basically a local warehouse. Yeah, effectively. Yeah. Right, okay. um, but they were spotted uh, while they were on the roof from a from a neighbouring window, and the, this person called the police. They phoned the police, and they said, "I'm pretty sure there's a seventies uh, folk duo on the roof. <laughs> um, you might want to come and." Uh, did you do you remember in fifteen years' time when the Beatles played on the roof in Carnaby Street? <laughs> <laughs> the Beatles? No, they haven't. They don't exist yet. So, so a policeman turned up. Detective Sergeant Fairfax. He turned up and made it onto the roof. And when he was there, stood in front of Bentley and Craig. Bentley surrendered almost immediately. Okay. And Fairfax said to Craig, "Hand over the gun, lad," or words to that effect. At which point Bentley shouted out, let him have it, Chris. Let him have it, Chris! Yes, the famous phrase. Craig fired. He shot Fairfax in the shoulder. I'm a cop, you idiot! And then Bentley told Fairfax that Craig had uh, more ammunition. Bentley had on him, he had a knife and a knuckle duster, which he never used or attempted to use. He didn't take them out of his pockets. Yep, and because he'd, he'd surrendered, yeah. but, but he chose not to Exactly. Use At this point, uh, a number of more uniformed police officers turned up and made their way onto the roof. The first one to make it to the roof was Constable Miles. Basically, yeah, they got he got onto the roof and was immediately shot between the eyes by Craig. Crumbs. 
Wow. I mean, presumably he knew it was a policeman. Yeah, exactly. Did he? Yeah, he must have done. Well, he was in uniform. They were all in uniform. That was a bit of a kind of hot. Speaking of Jimmy Cagney, Hollywood uh, gangstery stuff, that was a bit of a crack shot. What? Uh, <laughs> like, perfect movie, yeah. movie uh, scene. You'd think image, it would be, but he wasn't exactly holding like the, the latest technology weaponry, <laughs> was he? <laughs> No, absolutely not. Well, was he not? Far, far. It was from a that. Colt revolver, wasn't it? That would been he'd sawn off the barrel, so because he couldn't fit it in his pocket. Yes. So he cut the barrel off. Yeah. And he'd filled it with an all sort assortment of different caliber bullets exactly. that he'd filed to fit at home. Yeah, exactly. Some of which would have probably just rattled about in the barrel. Right. So would it have been the classic? Uh, Yes, yeah, six-shooter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and then just ahead, near the end of the nozzle. The barrel. <laughs> What's it called? Barrel. The nozzle. Um, <laughs> the barrel, yeah, yeah. It literally, it just stopped straight away. It meant like full-on, you've got handle, you've got revolver and trigger, and then it just stopped. Cause it yeah, it's about halfway down. It's like there's a bit that sticks out at the bottom of the handle, yeah, after the oh, trigger. Halfway. And then oh, there's okay. an extender yeah. of barrel. So the point, the point of the barrel, yeah, is to, is spin, to spin the bullet so it goes in a nice true line to the target, like a exactly. Yeah, exactly. rugby ball yeah. kind of. Yeah, right. Okay. So if it doesn't do that, so it just, the chances, especially if you've got a loose, yeah, pellet. In the, there. the the length of the barrel, the length um, of the barrel gives um, it direction, and then the rifling inside gives a spin, yes. and that gives you accuracy to maintain that direction. But then, if the bullets don't fit, yeah, yeah. so they're, they're not. Then neither of those things are going to have any effect didn't. on them. It's yeah. just going to come out flying in any oh, which I see way. What you mean? Yes, yes, yes. So that killing was totally and utterly. Yeah. I mean, fluke. a policeman tested the gun later, mm. and it would shoot six feet in either direction from twenty yards. Yeah. <laughs> so if oh, it God. literally. Not, not only wow. was um, shooting miles between the eyes not a crack shot, it's equally as likely he was pointing six feet away from the no, and of course, to no. make that shot. Right, right, right. And it would it would have been dark, like completely dark, and all right, fine. He would have yeah, known no that LED floodlights on the street. But he presumably, <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. And he presumably now the policeman probably had a torch, so he knew the general direction to fire. But yeah. it was just the. Yeah. I mean, it would have been as accurate if he just had a handful of bullets right, and okay. threw them at him. You know, it would have yeah. been as likely to hit in the same spot. You know, it's right, right. What with his, with yeah, his arm? Yeah, if he just just thrown, right, that was right, a, yeah. any one of those. You know, would have hit in the same place. It was just no way of bit calling right, well, accuracy. Might as well have used a blunderbuss. But right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, sure. Wow. So he, right. So there you go. That's <laughs> the end of him. Yeah. And then, what, other policemen turned up? Or? Yes, well, Craig uh, kept firing till he ran out of ammunition. I'm only 16! Oh, I reloaded a few times. Yeah, but again, with mismatched ammunition. Yeah. Sure, yeah. Finally, he ran out of ammunition. He was, obviously, he was cornered. Um, he jumped from the roof onto a greenhouse. Oh, God. But he had to go to a hospital because he fractured his, his spine in the process. I mean, I suspect that he got away lightly, actually. Yeah. Obviously, I don't know how high it was, but to, even if it was one story and he landed on a greenhouse, that's bad enough. Oh, it was 30 feet. It was a, quite a drop. 
Wow. Okay, so yeah. it's the third story then, really. Isn't yeah. It? yeah. Yeah. Typical stories about yeah. nine foot. So. Yeah. Onto onto grass is bad enough. Yeah. Onto concrete <laughs> is bad enough. Onto a green. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Onto yeah. glass. Sheet glass. glass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wow. I didn't know that. So he was well, he wasn't running away anytime <laughs> soon. No, definitely not. Right, yeah, right. so obviously he was in custody. He was taken to the hospital. Bentley was already in custody on the rooftop. Yes. He was very like unhappy with the police force and the man in general, isn't he? So I think for okay. for days afterwards and even when he was in the hospital he had no remorse and was very unpleasant towards any officers. Yeah, Craig we're talking about. But his brother his brother had been put in prison two months prior, hadn't it? I think his brother had just been put down. Put Not down. in the sort of puppy sense. <laughs> but <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> Well, hence why he's not overly inanimate. Yeah, exactly. So I don't think he had any respect for police or, or uh, you know. No, well, he's a lag, isn't he? He's a he's got no yeah, respect sure, for sure. police or the law or anything. The man. Or the man, yeah. He was a... Stick a it rogan. to the man. Yeah, sure, yeah. <laughs> so, right, okay. So let's, um, in this, we've got a grand jury of... Three, which is quite a good number because it's odd. The let's say individually off the cuff without any um, warning, without any explanation, or yeah, or warnings, judgment only. What you perceive, let him have it, Chris, to mean, and then well, whatever the majority <laughs> verdict is, is what should have happened. Might have that might. That happened anyway. But okay. See, I'm not even sure he said it. <laughs> yeah, oh, well, <laughs> we can't even establish that. Let's assume that he did. No. It's it's, okay. fa- it's absolutely fascinating, isn't it? Because you've got to take into yeah. so many. You before you even think about what he said, you've got to take into account loads of different things, like yeah. mental age and the three age. and the three key officers that claim that he said it uh, weren't didn't give evidence and weren't present in court. Oh right. <laughs> so <it's> not, <laughs> yeah. oh, okay. Well anyway, forget about that. We're going to do it on the <laughs> on the basis that apparently he said it. Um, okay. His the person who said it's mental age, whether that comes into it or not, I'm not sure it does. Um, he had been arrested um the policeman had said, "What had he said? Give me, give me the gun, son, or something. Hand, yeah. hand it over. Hand lad. it over, lad. Right. Okay. So, and then Derek Bentley said, "Let him have it, Chris, or let him have it, Chris, or let him have it, Chris, or uh, <laughs> let him have it, Chris, yeah, or oh, let him have it, Chris." Um, the you could say it in different ways. Anyway, mm. what do you think? <laughs> if it was definitely said, and in the context of that conversation... We're assuming that he said it. Yeah, hand it over, lad. And he says, let him have it, Chris. In Within the context of that, it's give him the gun. Yeah. So what other context? Not, not pass him a couple of bullets really, really quickly. <laughs> <laughs> um, what other context would there be? The, uh, kind of angry, angry in, context. Yeah, in the colloquial, let them have it. You know, well, shoot at them. I know what I think, but I can persuade myself <laughs> to go the other way. <laughs> yeah, easily. Yeah. Um, 
Now, for instance, I'll go next. But as it can't be determined, yes, it can't be determined in his like against him. Mm. He must be proven to be uh, to be guilty of sure. intending yeah, to shoot yeah, them. Yeah. Yeah. Now you could say, as you said, in the let him ha- let him have it. The um, you could, for instance, Chris Craig, who's apparently well into, you know, I don't know, uh, Jimmy Cagney, mm. mob, whatever films. Hey, wait a minute! I mean, that's a classic, as far as I'm, I'm aware, line yeah. that could have been said, and he would have gone, "Well, hey, I'm going to shoot him," but. If you take into account who was saying it and what what he was doing at the time, i.e. he'd just been arrested, and the fact that someone in authority had just said, hand it over, son. Uh, I think Derek Bentley would have reverted to the someone in authority's meaning to have, mm. have hand it over, son, by saying, yeah. let him have it, Chris, in yeah. that way. Mm. Right, yeah. so that's two, it, that's two votes. <laughs> are we, are we and, in agreement? Me and you. And, well, it, in that it, it can't be proven that he intended for him to <laughs> oh, kill sh- him. Oh, shut up with so, that rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> we can't hang someone on what we think. Yeah, no, I know. Don't worry. It, it was ages ago. <laughs> um, go on then. Oh. No, basically, the thing is that he Bentley was already in custody. And he was standing next to the officer who had yep. him in custody. I mean, even out of self-preservation, why would you encourage someone to shoot in your direction? And that's, that's before, true, you, yeah. even that's if you're unaware, that. even if you're unaware that, that the bullets were so inaccurate that the bullet was exactly. just as likely we've, killed you. Yeah. We've just been talking about the inaccuracy of the weaponry setup, but at no point yeah. would he have considered that. Yeah. So therefore, yeah. But he may also have been naive enough to think that if someone pointed a gun and pulled the trigger, they would shoot who they are intending yeah, yeah. to shoot. Yeah, I well, mean, I would. Yeah. Not him. I would. You know? I'd be like, well, that, I mean, that six foot radius thing, I mean, that's, to me, it's like, yeah. what? That's absolutely ridiculous. I thought it was a gun, not a kind of slingshot kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, slingshot's or, probably more or, accurate. Or an old lady <laughs> throwing a cricket ball, kind of, you know. It's <laughs> meaning, meaning. I thought guns, you pointed or it. me throwing a cricket ball. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you point guns, and how far away were they, by the way? Do it from For, 30 feet, roughly, wasn't it? 35, so 39 quite, feet. I suppose it? that's quite yeah. a long way, isn't it? And how, just out of interest, how far away was the chap who got shot between the... Ah, it's the same kind of distance. Yeah, broadly speaking, yeah. Really? Yeah. Jesus. So that was one in a... They, they claimed that Fairfax was shot point blank when he clearly wasn't. Because oh, okay. he wasn't... It, it didn't even draw blood. It tore his... In the shoulder. Yeah. The, the shoulder of his jacket. Oh, yes. And then went around his shoulder and fell on the floor behind him. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. Oh, right. Which could only have happened from hitting the ground in front of him and bouncing up. Yeah. Ah, oh, right, right. So given... Given yes. that um, Bentley would have been in the firing line, the the next thing to consider is obviously he had the mental age of a child. You know, he was yes, un, you know, an underdeveloped faculty. He wouldn't have considered, oh, I'm in the firing line. Yeah, I mean, but also subtle nuances wouldn't have occurred to him either. And it's no. like this this gangster speak, you know, this phraseology. No. What he would have used? No, not the slightest. So I'm inclined to say to agree with with the perspective that he would have yielded to authority. He'd already turned himself in. He was under arrest. He had exactly. That's my point. He he had submitted to a person 
of authority. I mean, kind of forget. I mean, don't forget about the fact that he's a policeman. I reckon he would have done it if someone had said, "I'm the manager of this sweet shop. Please stop," <laughs> and he would have stopped. Basically, quite probably. Do you think? Yeah, yeah, I would say so. Probably, yeah. So are we? It's this. Um, what do you call so, it? Uh, majority? No. Yeah. Clean sweep. Unanimous. Unanimous. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Clean sweep. <laughs> That's not it. So we're unanimous. So hang on. What would, would that have changed? <laughs> Say that was our outcome. Mm-hmm. Would see someone still died? It kind of it's immaterial, isn't it? Really. Well, it's manslaughter. Yeah. Well, I don't yeah. think there's any. I don't think we can argue against him having killed him. No. 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 Now, so but what we're doing now is we're looking at it through the lens of... Today, yeah. Yeah. At the so time... So back then, if you shoot someone and they die, you... What? You, you're guilty and you hang. Well, yes, but Bentley was tried as a accomplice, as a party to the crime of murder. Yes, yes. Now, they were there under what's called joint enterprise. Basically, they were both there to commit a burglary. Any actions that come out of that is all afforded the same uh, umbrella. So the fact that Craig shot Miles... Doesn't matter. It doesn't, doesn't matter in the sense that Bentley, wherever his part in that, because he, he was still going to be a party to that portion of the, the crime. So if Chris Craig was 27... Yes. For the sake of argument, yeah. what, what would the, the outcome... Well, Chris Craig would have hanged, basically, wouldn't they, he? They both would have hanged. They yeah. both would have hanged, wow. Seems yeah. a bit harsh, but the yeah. Well, it was but, it was murder. But the point of it, it is joint enterprise. Yes, they effectively he was accessory to murder, and yeah, and for that he hanged. Yes. Now, whether he should have hanged for being an accessory is a, is another question. But at the time, there wasn't a great deal uh, of sympathy in the court. I don't think. I think the wider public view was that hanging a mentally deficient teenage boy is probably not a, a great uh, justifiable cause. Yeah. But I think the the view in the courtroom was uh, someone's got to pay, you know. Right, 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 right. So people just, yeah, fine, kind of, mm. wow. Yeah. So... I mean, as far as, as, far yeah, as the public yeah. was concerned, this was controversial even then. As I say, hanging a teenage... Yes, mentally deficient. Right. Yeah, okay. That not not in our name kind of thing. Is that why we're talking about it? Yeah. Because if you think about it, the what they did. All right, fine. It, up at right up until they, one of them murdered a policeman. Yeah. What they were doing was effectively not much. Yeah. Then, by pure luck or brilliant skill, uh, one of them murdered a policeman. So therefore, it instantly became. Would that have made it the high profile that it was? But it, 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 it isn't, is it? It's the fact that some someone else hanged uh, yeah. for the crime. Yeah, I mean, the, the reason it has, had the profile then and the reason we still talk about it now is because the person who committed the crime went to prison for 10 years. The person who didn't commit the crime was hanged. Yes, right. right. They were both teenagers Yes. The one who the one who hanged basically because he didn't commit the crime. He surrendered and he was slow of mind. Yeah, he yeah. hanged. Whereas the the Jack the lad, the sixteen year old who did the killing, the career criminal already at sixteen, he got ten years and he was free. I am a free man. Wow, wow. 
That's and that he doing. really was. Off, off you go, son. There was absolutely because because when, when you become, it's got it's nothing to do with the fact that two years later he he was an adult, and then certain things apply. It's got nothing to do with that, is it? He it's all about when how old he was at the time. Yeah, and when and he would have gone to um, a, a juvenile, yeah, whatever that would a ball stall, and then Initially, at eighteen yeah, yeah. go to Gosh, prison. Yeah. Um, and he, so at 26, mm. he was let out, was he? Yeah, yeah. Wow. And this, I think we're still talking about this case also because it subsequently came, went on to be one of the turning point cases for the, you know, the abolition of uh, capital punishment. Yes, of course. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, I mean, it should have been, but it, it definitely, exactly. absolutely. Right. Now, there, where there's three cases that are quite distinct and are usually the ones that are brought up in in referring to you know this is why we don't have capital punishment anymore yes yes now one of them is this so hanging of of bentley one of them is uh, ruth ellis who we've already talked about oh okay right 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 now she absolutely did shoot yeah i was gonna say why david uh blakely that was open and shut wasn't it Yes, but she was, uh, it was an abusive relationship. Oh, yes, yes, yes. So, again, in certain mitigation, she might have got, you know, uh, imprisonment or something like that. Do you but think again, today, today she would have, that was definitely murder murder one, wasn't it? But I was going to say, yeah. today, given her circumstance, it, it yeah. would have been different. Yeah, again, it's a, it's a modern take I on it, I think it, it would have been. She would yeah, have yeah. got imprisonment. Uh, so, I mean, obviously, we don't have capital punishment, but in, with, with this mitigation, she would have may, maybe got a clemency. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. And, and the other case isn't that the um, the other incidental victim of John Christie in Ten Rillington. Absolutely right. Now that's the number one oh, because okay. Timothy oh, right. Timothy Evans uh, was hanged yeah. for the murder of his child, I think, possibly wife and child. Which he w- he confessed to because he was again a little bit slow and he was distraught. He confessed oh, to their yes. murder and he was hanged for it, but he didn't do it. It was Chris. It later turned out that Christie, who was a serial killer and his landlord, had c- committed the crimes, along with a number of other crimes. So, for instance, the the Bruce Ellis uh, example. There are many examples, none of which I can name, um, where, for instance, <laughs> a wife literally murders husband mm. but there are reasons behind it and years of suffering and blah 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 and yeah. in certain cases in, in they're literally just let off yes you know, they're charged with something they're in it's suspended for you know since day one of you know the time that they're meant to serve but they're effectively just instantly let off even though yeah. they may have plotted and killed yeah. wife or husband or whatever. Yeah. That's true, yeah. I mean, it's been considered like a justifiable, or it's like I killed them before they killed me, kind of, because of that right. whole abusive right. situation. Yes. Right. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, and I had to take time to plan it, because if I just run at him and failed, then he yes. killed me. So, Absolutely, yeah, yeah. No, there's, there's circumstances that argue that out. I mean, it's a, it's a, a dangerous road to walk down. But sure, uh, yeah. yeah, it has been successful in the past. And that's exactly what she, Ruth Ellis, was enduring, basically, wasn't it? Yeah, absolutely, definitely. But, I mean, again, it's one of those things where she went there with the intention of killing him, 
she was asked, what did you intend? And basically it was an open shut case. What did you intend? I, I intended to kill him. So she yeah. stood in the dock and said that I, that was my intent. It's like I was shooting at him to stop him from hurting me or I was, you know, she went there, she saw him, she met up with him and she shot him. And she shot him five times. So while he was on the um, ground. Yeah. So, and obviously you know, at the time that's given what you got for doing that. It yeah. was quite bad in admitting it. Yeah. Yeah, and also that was in 1960s. So with time we're talking about here, 50s and 60s, there wasn't a great deal of wiggle room in sentencing either. So right. most most of the time, it's if you're found guilty of murder, you hang. That's it. You can't so, say, well, um, I'm going to I'm going to give you clemency and you'll go to prison. You'll get 15 yeah. years or life or whatever. You can't say that at the time. You couldn't. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you hang, literally couldn't. Yeah. So where? Um, so hang on. Is is Chris Craig like alive? Yeah, I think so. He's still alive. I think so. He would well. He was. He is. It'd be in his eighties or something. Oh yeah. He can't be still alive, surely. As of two thousand six, there's no deaths registered, apparently. So he was alive in two thousand and six. So, but there's literally no information about him. If you go onto Wikipedia and put Christopher Craig, it redirects to yeah. Dave Bentley. Yes, it does, doesn't it? There's nothing. By all accounts, of which there are few. Um, yes. he was a law-abiding citizen after that right uh, it's obviously quite a way before our time but quite regularly in the news um, his sister presumably on the anniversary of his death or something like that well understandably she tirelessly campaigned for his pardoning probably she campaigned for presumably and that would be quite quite a regular thing they campaigned for him to be pardoned and then when he was pardoned in i think 1993 yeah 46 years later then they continued to campaign but now for his uh exoneration where does the word quash fit in quash that's a good word yeah i just i just wanted to say it but i know it fits fits in on the label on the front of an orange drink bottle from from the from the 80s. bottle of quash. Big news quash. Now if you follow my jive and get hip to my verse, only quash can quench the big bad thirst. Big new quash. So Not obviously serious. pardoning means that you're guilty, but you've been excused. Okay. What they're looking for was conviction overturned, which means that it was a miscarriage of justice and that you were. I mean, I suppose I mean, you could argue. You could argue both are correct, really, can't you? If you go on the old joint enterprise thing, you're guilty, but... Yeah. What did you say? You're guilty, but we're letting you off. Yeah, and it's interesting because, I mean, obviously that, that conviction overturning did take place. Wasn't it 98? Wasn't it 98? Yes. And it was... Yes, you're right, 98. I don't know why I've... Oh, right, I, don't, I had that in my, in my mind. Is that Iris Bentley's sister lived to see the pardoning. Yes. But not the... But not the quash overturning yeah the quashing oh. quash. <laughs> quash yeah yeah which is a shame and arguably it is for her because it's not for anybody else no, it doesn't matter yeah. for him because he's dead he's like, you know it's irrelevant Let's put her down on the <laughs> yeah what you don't care <laughs> on, on the merry celebration yeah. that we're having you, you can't let him off forgive him or no. say he's innocent you know, fifty years after he's dead. Yeah. Well, I mean, you can. But for his for his family, it might be symbolic. But it will, it will um, be. There's no might be about it. But once, but once they're, you know, once the living sure. memory is yeah, gone, no. what you know, there isn't really any. 
healing to be done. Yeah. You should have been the... Uh, in my view. You anyway. should have been the defence uh, lawyer <laughs> on that, yeah. re-examining the case. I mean, everyone's probably forgotten about it. <laughs> Your Honour. So, what are we doing here? <laughs> yeah, I remember, I remember it, well, it, it made the news. I reckon it was in the news every single year yeah. on an anniversary, presumably. And she, that's all she wanted to do, obviously, was to yeah. to get him off. Here's a uh, controversial opinion. Oh, yeah. I don't think... Is it yours? Yes. I don't think he should have had his conviction overturned. Controversial. Oh. Pardon? Do you think yes, it should be fine. pardoned? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying about there's arguments. You can argue for both. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, go on. I dread to well, think <laughs> your, t- no, just think, your take. Well, look... No, I'm interested. No, the thing is that the thing is is, it's it's a miscarriage of justice from our viewpoint. You know, Uh, many years later. Yes, it is. But he was convicted and sentenced under the law at the time. Yes. Perfectly appropriately, he was part. So it was, was it was all it was completely in. and utterly. Yeah, I yeah. Agree. yeah, yeah. But mm-hmm. we now yeah. have the kind of mitigation and the kind of thought that says, you know, he, that maybe that's not the way it should have gone. But that's hindsight. Yes, I agree. You know, that's hindsight yeah, no, from a I mean, fifty-year later could, viewpoint. Yeah, sure. I mean, you could say that about thousands and thousands and thousands of cases, like in fourteen eighty-nine, when a yeah. woman. Uh, didn't sink in a river. They thought yeah. she was a witch, so they burned her alive. And it's like, yeah. well, hang on, this is dreadful. I wouldn't have done that. Yeah. Whistling on a and, and, but every, Yeah, but everyone, <laughs> you and, bastard. Exactly. Yeah. Everyone at the time would have gone, hooray, you know, and loved every second. Yeah, because they burned a completely innocent woman alive. Yeah, um, and that was but, mentally ill. But it was. Oh, but it was such a fun well, afternoon. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But it was, I mean, it, it probably wasn't law, was it? It was just what they made up. But Yeah, well, the, I wouldn't stone a person to death, but that is the law today in some countries, that people get would, stoned. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you, though? Yeah. And not the good kind what? of stone, like the actual wouldn't having you, rocks though? thrown at you kind. Yeah, exactly. And that is today. Yeah, that's yeah, today. Yeah. I mean, that's law in those yeah. countries. And, you know, how are we supposed to react? I mean, you're you're right. The If you... Uh, consider the what occurred and consider the law at, in 1953 exactly the right thing happened yeah uh, and you can't you literally can't get around it really yeah unless you have a, le- a lenient judge who decides to his own take yeah but uh, yeah if you look at the text of this court this was not a lenient judge right. oh, okay. <laughs> he was clearly yeah. clearly steering the jury towards a guilty conviction I, st- I can't hold with the idea that because you can't hang the person who shot him, that you hang the person that's with him. No, that that's not no. I know. I mean, no, absolutely. I don't, I'm not. I'm not. That, I mean, it's, that's not a defendable no, argument. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that. But what I would say is that they would they would push for the maximum outcome, whether that's justified or justifiable. But, you know, and certainly not in no, the, agree, not yeah. in the terms of well, we can't get him, so we'll get him. It's basically. He, he yeah, was still under the law. Par- that's revenge, not justice. Exactly. You know. And he was still party to the crime. He was still eligible to be found guilty and the outcome of which was hanging. So that, in that sense, the law was followed. That's my opinion! And joint enterprise is a phrase, yeah. a lawful phrase, basically. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's obviously what they were, the whole point of it, yeah. hinging on that. 
Yeah, absolutely. And again, and I've, I've ventured forth a controversial opinion, but I will qualify it once again by saying absolutely from our current standpoint where you know where we are now in 2021 no i don't think he should have mm -hmm. should have hanged i think that the, it could have taken a different course but at the time that was the law and that's the way it went so to to then to use our our hindsight from now to say oh well, he was wrongly convicted well was he wrongly convicted no i don't think so but he pardoned him absolutely and as you said, Rue, right. effectively, you know, he's, he's got no benefit from it. It's not like he can be let off early, no. you know. Yeah. There's, uh, there was a BBC, uh, well, it's, oh gosh, uh, who wrote it? It was a very famous, I can't remember his name now, really famous British playwright wrote the screenplay. How long ago? And the BBC put it out. Oh, this is... Yeah, so to encourage the others is 1972. Oh, right. Why is it called that? I don't, I don't know. I can't work out what... I mean, to yeah. discourage the others, I'd get. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Surely. Yeah. 1972. It's a bit of an odd. Uh, Alan Clark, that's ah, right. right. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Playing Fairfax was oh, yeah. an old colleague of mine's father, Michael Sheard. An who old colleague we of yours' father? Yeah, it's an old colleague of mine, his father, um, late father. Yeah. Um, who we will all know, and our international listeners will know, yes. as Admiral Ozzel from Empire Strikes Back. Ooh. The fleet has moved out to light speed and we're preparing to... You have failed me for the last time, Admiral. <laughs> Michael well. Sheard. Yeah, and we, us Brits, will lovingly remember him as Mr. Bronson. Oh, oh of course. From Grange Hill. <laughs> Really, really. So hang on, you're, you used to work with a bloke who and it, it was his yeah, dad. Yeah, with his son. Yeah, I used to work with his oh, son. That's yeah. brilliant. Wow. That's, that's really Jesus. good. And, um, <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> lovely fella. What else was he in? Uh, he was in other stuff. Oh, he was in many episodes of Doctor Who. Yes. Uh, and also, oh, was um, he? Oh, I didn't he, know that. He might have been in Blake 7 at one point. <laughs> Probably. All of those. At that period, if you were on screen, you were in everything. In all of that, yeah. Yeah, sure, sure. Uh, hello, hello. Oh, that's excellent. Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, he played Adolf Hitler. Oh, yes, oh, that's right. true. Yeah, you signed the book. He also it? went to play Adolf Hitler in another movie as well, a proper, really nasty Adolf oh, Hitler, dear. which he was very good at. <laughs> He's very good at <laughs> a, a nasty Adolf Hitler. Not like the actual Adolf <laughs> <Yeah>. Hitler. <laughs> Something for the CV. <laughs> I um, I'm noted for playing a particularly nasty Adolf Hitler. Uh, if you need a nice one, don't come to me. The um, uh, yeah, he definitely seventies, eighties. He he got yeah. around basically in a in a good in a good way, didn't yeah. he? Yeah. So yeah. hang on, he yeah. was in. What was the name of your film that I'm convinced has got nothing to do with uh, Billy and Craig? Your, <laughs> to encourage the to others. To encourage the others. I mean, yeah, it's a I terrible, terrible title. It is, yeah. Do we know if it was a good movie? It's not bad. Um, it was released twice, and I think on the second occasion they cut out a couple of the bits which were a bit more tenuous. Yeah, okay. Ha having um, but having learnt from the first release, the controversy yeah. from the first release, yeah. it's quite. Um, I don't think it's. I don't think it's straight down the facts, but it's pretty close. The um, but, it's quite. I suppose it was quite a long time after, nineteen years after. But I bet it. Mm. I bet it would have been a bit close, close yeah, to I the think, bone. 
it would still be in fresh memory I think yeah. um, you could you could obviously interpret it various ways basically make make them look guilty or make them look completely hard done by but mm. but anyway yeah. I obviously don't know which way they went but. yeah so um, that's 1972 so in 1991 yes uh, the movie Let Him Have It was released Christopher so Eccleston Christopher Eccleston as Bentley mm-hmm. and um, Paul Reynolds as Chris Craig um, it also features Michael Elphick as a prison guard, which is quite yeah. interesting. Hey. But um, I, I really like it. I mean, both of those movies, I think, are broadly rated the same. And I don't think either, certainly Let Him Have It, was not a big box office commercial success. No. But, but I think it's a, nonetheless a, a, a very watchable movie. It's a very good movie. I enjoy it. I mean, to be fair, I don't think it was ever going to be massive hit I mean well it's not the summer blockbuster certainly no not exactly <laughs> but, yeah um <laughs> okay 91 was I'll tell you the biggest film of 1991 Gordon. Terminator 2 ah uh, yeah uh, probably was and uh followed by Robin Mega Hood film. Prince of Thieves ah oh, of course very Elizabeth Mastrantonia the um T2 is an absolutely mega film Remember yeah. that so well, come it waiting for that to come out. Is it better than Let Him Have It? <laughs> That's the question on um, everyone's lips. Yeah. So hang on, is Let Him Have It in the in on the list? No. No. Of course <laughs> it isn't. Of course it isn't, no. No. But um, yeah, there you go. Oh, I don't That's all for this time. If you want to know more about what we've discussed over the course of this episode, just Google it or something. You can see daily true crime updates on our Facebook, Twitter or Instagram. You can email us or you can support the show with a PayPal donation. And links to all of those are on our website at truecrimediary.co.uk. Don't forget to send us a review or post one in your podcast service if you can. And all five-star reviews will get a shout-out on a future episode. Join us next time when we'll be similarly discussing and digressing on another event in true crime history. Until then, my thanks to Jared and Rue. My name's Mark and we'll see you on the next date in our true crime diary.